0: There is a beautiful and eloquent quote by a modern street poet and street philosopher. You may have heard of him, Jay-Z. He has a eloquent quote that starts, Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. That comes from the song Dirt Off Your Shoulder. Now what does that have to do With the message that I'm going to deliver? I don't know. Nothing. I just thought it would be interesting to start off this episode with a quote from Jay-Z. Now, down to the nitty-gritty. Here is a little story that I personally experienced that made me look at myself. And I didn't expect it. It wasn't my intention. It just appeared to me upon reflection. There was a point in my life where I was like, man, how did this even start? And I I had experienced some progress, some growth, and looking back, this was the catalyst. It was 2018, I remember. Um, I have two handsome, brilliant, chiseled nephews. They're on... They're on a wrestling team, De La Salle High School, Walnut Creek, California, and that school is a powerhouse when it comes to producing talented wrestling uh, wrestlers. So the first time that I was introduced to one of their tournaments, um, I was beginning to learn how how dominant that team was. Every other team paled in comparison to the caliber of wrestlers that my two nephews were wrestling for. Uh, they were so good that you know people just got tired of them winning and there was instances in the in the tournament finals it wouldn't be uncommon for every single DLSL wrestler to be in the finals. And when you start to you know dominate like that it can be be annoying for the other for the other schools, for the other participants and the parents, and they they will cheer whenever one of those De La Salle wrestlers uh, lose, and that's alright, that's just part of the game. That's not what I'm here to talk about either, but I just wanted to set the table. So because my two nephews wrestle for such a powerhouse of a wrestling team, De La Salle, that means that they put in the work. They put in the practice. They do the drills. They sacrifice you know the everyday common pleasures that a typical high school young man would encounter. They sacrifice all that in order to obtain a higher value accomplishment and that is, you know, domination on the wrestling mat. Prestige, glory, victory, all that stuff can't be bought. And when it's given to you, it's ch- it's cheap, it's unearned, it's false. But nobody gives De La Salle or any opponent on the wrestling team a victory. And that's why when you win, you feel accomplished, you feel competent, you feel you feel you feel great. Now, there were there were instances where you know these Dallas out kids, they would lose. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they they got a bad break, or maybe they were just outperformed by the other kid. But there was speculation on why they would lose, and I would hear parents or people in the bleachers speculate on why they lost. They'd make comments like, "Oh, you know, well he 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 didn't do his best. He didn't try his hardest. He wasn't going hard. He has horrible." this, he's bad at that, and yada, yada, yada. And then I would be thinking, I was like, man, you know what? One, these are just kids out there, you know, doing their best. And these criticizing comments, yeah, they were intended for love. And, you know, they were constructive. But then I I started to apply those comments to myself. I was like, you know what? These kids out here They're cutting weight. They're sacrificing, as I've mentioned, the everyday pleasures that is presented to every high schooler. They're sacrificing all that. They're running. They're performing the drills. They're showing up. They're getting tossed around. They're getting noogies, knuckle sandwiches. They're getting cross-faced on a day-to-day. And, you know, to hear people in the stands make a comment like, hey, you know, they're they're not even trying. And then I would look at the person making the the comment and I'm like, and you say that and you are many pounds overweight, obviously. And when you I don't know it, it felt wrong from my perspective, to heavily criticize someone for not even trying for giving up and to be a to be a parent, to be a coach or whoever, and not even have your ducks in a row, to not even show up at your best, you know i I found that to be to be weird and so. I started to apply that type of questioning to myself. I was like, I was like, am I giving up? Did I give up? Am I trying my best? Am I bringing everything that I have to offer to every single day? In wrestling, you have to cut weight to make a certain weight, and there's no give or take, well, you know. You you cannot weigh any more than the weight class that you're wrestling. And that's hard. You have to lose weight for that. And for a kid, you know, it's even more challenging. For a grown, mature adult, you know, we don't need to be wrestling in any particular weight class. But we need to know when we are overweight. We need to recognize that we aren't doing our best. Because how can we expect... The best from our children, from our students, from our from our youngins. How, how can we expect them to show up and do their best when we don't even show up to do our best? And that 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 re what, what's the word? Hold up, that realization. You know, it really struck me. It struck with me because at that time, uh, my son, I don't know, he was maybe five. And anyone can have a kid. Anyone can go right now to, to the club or whatever and start a family. But it takes a certain type of perspective to become a father that is aware of the expectations of not only themselves but of their children and it resonated with me when I realized that there was parents out there making, they were expecting their children to rise to a certain standard when the parents themselves weren't even rising to their own standards. And now I'm going to assume that, you know, everyone has a standard of overall health, whatever that looks like, overall strength, whatever that looks like. But when, you know, you are criticizing a young student athlete for not rising to the occasion of that match, it's like, man, we have grown men out here criticizing these kids Yet, they're not even showing up their best. For whatever reason, some adult males feel that all they have to do is work, pay the bills, and that's it. But our kids and our our youngins, the people who look, look up to us, they look up to us. They're going to... They are going to look to us to see how we handle stress, how we handle life. And if we expect our kids and our children to do the best, we need to be the examples for them. When it comes time to show up and put in the work, you don't need to have a reason to take care of yourself other than it is a moral obligation to take care of yourself. It is a moral obligation to become smarter, wiser, stronger, and as we do grow, if we do not take care of ourselves, then there will be a higher likelihood of us becoming tired, of falling short, and staying down. I find it fascinating that us parents, we will buy our children the best clothes, the best shoes, the best accessories. We we we, we want to you know get them the best of whatever our money can buy. But we will not give them the best of ourselves. We will not show up and give them the, the best version of ourselves. Now. I think the reason why a lot of us parents do not do that is because we can buy with money the fancier version of the iPhone, the fancier uh, car, the, the, the Gucci socks. But we cannot buy a better version of ourselves. That takes work. That takes effort. That is hard. And you know what? That takes showing up every single day. And consistency is key. And when you are inconsistent, man, what is that? The opposite of a key would be a lock. So consistency is key. Invert that statement. And inconsistency, that'll lock you up. That'll lock you down. There's no growth in a locked box, right? Some parents have a philosophy of do as I say, not as I do. I've heard that before. But actions always speak louder than words. And monkey see, monkey do. We might be able to get our kids to do what we tell them to do when they're young. But they will—they soak in our behaviors like sponges. And next thing you know... We, we don't have any control over them. And they are their own version of all of their influences. And if we have influenced them... Because we are their primary caregivers... If we have influenced them... Other than anything... Than how they should be conducting themselves... Man... Then we, we may have created a little mini version of ourselves. And if we're not even happy with ourselves man, what luck do our children have into becoming their best versions of themselves? It looks like they have inherited some of our problems. And because we didn't handle our problems and we kicked the can down the road, we left that for our kids to solve. And what makes us think that our kids are going to find the solution to the problems that ailed us. If we're overweight. And, we're, and our children see us eating crappy food. And dealing with stress. By, by eating. They, they're going to more than likely inherit that. And what makes us think that they're going to solve that problem? Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But either way. We have set that table for them. our kids are going to watch how we handle stress and if and if we encounter a stressful situation and we numb numb ourselves up with you know food and alcohol and whatever whatever other numbing agent hey then once again monkey see monkey do we just taught our kids how to handle their stress and the way that we handle our stress, is, it can be bought. We're just going to go to a 7-Eleven, pay $2.50 for, for a tall can. Hey, problem solved. Right? Us parents, we have worked hard for the things that we have. We have put in the time, the effort, the sacrifices when we were trying to get a little piece of the pie. We did that work, and now that we have the, the luxuries of a nice warm house, a comfortable bed, we have a car, we have our piece of the pie, the walls that we have constructed for ourselves to keep to give us more, more a more comfortable life, those walls that we have constructed for ourselves are now making us soft. They're now making us weak. We have it too good. We have it too comfortable. Do as I say and not as I do. Let's not teach our kids that philosophy. Let's let's have the philosophy of do as I do, right? Let's consistently learn not only about how the world works, but how we work. Let's analyze our own strengths and let's Let's run the analysis of are we doing the best that we can? We may not have a wrestling match or a sports activity to show up for, but we show up every single day. Are we showing up at our best? If we're not showing up at our best, then don't make any comments when when our children, you know, don't win that game or don't get, you know, that award or whatever. Because us parents, they pick it up from us and the problems that we don't solve for ourselves today as parents, that can is going to be kicked down the road, that bill will become due and if it lands at the footsteps or when it lands at the the doorstep of our children, that bill is going to be due and it's going to be due with interest. So, to wrap things up, let's be complete role models with our children. Let's work on all of the little things that hold us back from growing as parents. Because just because we are parents doesn't mean that we stop learning, growing, and evolving. Our children are watching us. And until then, onward. Always onward.